Buongiorno. Thank you guys for tuning in to Win in Rome with TK. I am your host, Trinkel, and this is episode four. Okay, so episode four, we're definitely going to get into my trip to Switzerland that I took over the weekend. But y'all know first, I got to tell y'all the bad news. Uh, So I (sighs) encountered, you know, a racist. And I'm going to tell y'all about what happened. And I just want to let y'all know this before I even start the story. I do not enjoy having my podcast be about discrimination towards me, towards black people. I do not enjoy that whatsoever. Um, It's actually very draining um, and it takes away from the purpose of my podcast. But that's fine. We're just going to go ahead and um, tell the story and and I'm going to let y'all know what happened. So... Ooh, Friday morning, I had a flight to Switzerland, and my flight was at uh, 8.40 a.m., so me and my two roommates, we got to the airport at around um, 6.30 a.m., and immediately, we had already, first of all, we had already checked in before we even got to the airport. We checked in online, and so I have this carry-on uh, suitcase that my aunt gave me that I traveled to LA. I traveled, I've traveled to Colorado with this suitcase and I've used it as a carry on in all those senses of when I had all, um, went ahead and traveled to those places. So I'm trying to use, you know, the carry on to go ahead and get on the, get on the plane. And the woman tells me before I even get to the security gate, she tells me to take my uh, my carry-on to baggage claim. So I'm like, ma'am, this is a carry-on. She's like, no, go get it checked on baggage claim. So I'm like, okay, I can see, like I can understand, like because, you know, I, like I was telling y'all before, Italy, everything is so tiny here. Like the food portions are small, like the dry, the washers, ev- everything is small. Everything is small. So I was like, okay. Let me just go ahead and do what she say so we can go ahead and um, get our security thing and we can go ahead and get to Switzerland. I'm not worried about it. So first, I get to the first woman um, and I'm trying to check my bag in or whatever. And she tells me no to go to the next woman. She literally, as I walk up to her, she says, no, go over there. So I move to the next woman and the woman who sent me to that lady, she took five Italian women um, and did process their baggage and all that other type of stuff. So the second woman I go to, she didn't acknowledge me whatsoever. And when I say she did not acknowledge me, I mean, I'm in her face. I'm saying, buongiorno, ciao, hello, ma'am. Like at this point, I have to speak English because she's not acknowledging my presence whatsoever. So she's directly in front of me, but she's looking left, right, having a conversation with two women, left, right, left, right. So I tell my roommate, I'm like, hey, uh, can you come over here and talk to this woman? Because she will not talk to me. And she's like, what do you mean? She will not talk to me. Can you please come talk to her? So my roommate comes and she's like, excuse me, ma'am, excuse me. 
And the woman is ignoring her as well. Like she just not, you know, saying anything. So my other roommate comes and she's like, she kind of know Italian, but, but she can like, she can understand some of it. So she tells me like, oh, the ladies, like just, they're just having a regular conversation. Like they're talking about, oh, their kids in school, like all this type of stuff. So the lady finally gives me attention um, and she says, I need your, um, your COVID test and your passport. And so I'm like, you mean the vaccination card? She's like, no, I need your COVID test. I said, well, Switzerland doesn't have requirements of a COVID test. It's vaccination card. And she's like, no. So my roommate had to tell her, no, ma'am, it's vaccination card. So she calls somebody. I don't know who she called. And she's just like on the phone, like screaming and all this type of stuff in Italian. And I'm just still standing there like she like she just did not care about us standing there whatsoever. So I show her my vac- uh my vaccination card which is on my phone which um I use and majority of the students here majority of Americans in Italy we have a picture of our vaccination card on our phone because Italians have the green card it's like a barcode on their phone. So I'm not going to take the original document when I can show you digitally on my phone, which is I do everywhere. When I go to restaurants, when I go to coffee shops, anywhere I go, my passport, my ID, everything is on my phone. So the woman tells me it's immediately when I show her, she said, no, I need the original document. So I was like, why do you need the original document, ma'am? Like I literally show my, um, you know, my vaccine card on my phone everywhere I go. She goes, no, I need the original document. Go downstairs. You need to pay 20 euros to get a COVID test. And then you can come back. Grazie. You know, grazie. And so um, I was like, go downstairs where? And at this time, when I said that, she was already having a conversation with the other woman. So my roommate asked her, like, where where is she supposed to go? Where does she need to, you know, get her COVID test? So the the woman is re- like referring to me as she like she's like she needs to go do this she needs to instead of her like speaking to me she's speaking to my roommate as if I'm like not right there. So I go ahead and I leave and I go downstairs to um to get my covid test and by this time um by the time I get downstairs it's like 7 o'clock. we had got there 6:30 um our flight was at 8:40. We had not been to security, but I had already checked in. So it was I was confused to why I couldn't even drop my bag. So my roommate asked the lady, she's like, "Well, can she just drop her bag here? Like it's not like we already checked in and everything. Why is it that she can't just drop her bag?" So she says, "She cannot go through the gates if she doesn't have a COVID test." You know, and so I go downstairs and I get the COVID test because none of, and none of this is making sense to me. Like I'm, I'm like, neither one of my roommates had problems with anything, what whatsoever, like nothing. Um, nobody even like said anything to them. So I'm like, oh, like okay, this is not making sense to me. But like I told y'all in my previous podcast, I I continue to not try to make things about race, and I just go ahead and I let it go, and I'm just like whatever, right? So I go down there, I get my test, um, and before no, before I get my test, I have to pay twenty euros, which come which comes out to twenty two euros. And I asked the woman, I said, "Ma'am, can I ask you a question?" And she said, "See," sí. and I said, "So before I pay, 
can I show you my vaccine card from my phone? And she says, you were supposed to show that upstairs. So I said, oh, I'm, I'm actually able to show it from my phone. She said, see. So, which means yes, right? So fast forward, I receive my test results. Obviously, they're negative, And I get back to baggage claim. I go ahead and I stop asking questions. Um, and I just like have my roommates ask everything for me. Like that, that I feel like that makes everything so much smoother. I just stop saying stuff. I just stand back, stand behind them as if I don't speak English. I don't speak Italian, nothing. I'm just mute, you know? And I go ahead and I tell my roommates like, Hey, can you ask this? Can you ask this? So I go ahead and put my carry on, um, at baggage drop off. And I kid y'all not, my carry-on was five to six pounds, one of those two numbers. It was five to six pounds. And I looked at that lady, and I was just like, wow. Like, okay. Like, you know. Um, and that was just, you know, my experience um, in the airport flying to, uh, like, about to fly to Switzerland. Um, and this all goes to say it's like Italy or Maybe Europe as a whole has a racism problem that no one has addressed yet. And if you have addressed it and nobody has listened to you, I apologize and I sympathize with you because this is a horrible, it's a, it's a very horrible experience. Um, I'm not a body. You are not a body that just takes up space. Do not ever allow somebody to make you feel that you are that. Not only that, but they know exactly what to do to make your life hell. There is no way that you can avoid racism. There is no way that you can avoid discrimination. You cannot avoid it. You cannot prepare yourself for it. So for the people that do listen to my podcast and are questioning, why didn't you do this? Or why didn't you do that? Why didn't I do what? Why didn't you research before you came to Italy? I did. You think somebody on Google is going to tell you, hey, you're going to somebody's going to make you pay extra money for this because they don't want to look at you. Somebody is going to ignore you because they don't like the way that you look. They don't like the things that you are saying. No, nobody is going to put that on Google and nobody's going to tell you about that. Right. OK, so that, like I said, there was no way I could avoid any of that. It was created before my time. And even if I did plead my case, it's my word against theirs. It's literally just me. It's just me. And if there are, you know, a few black people around, nobody wants to be, we're outnumbered. <laughs> we're outnumbered, you know, but I've come to the realization that there is no such thing as equals. And, and, you know, and I don't want to say that that's okay, but I mean, that's just something that I'm personally just going to have to suck up and deal with while I am here. But to any black girl, to any black boy, um, to any African-American, um, anybody that is in a different country and you are being discriminated against, um, any discriminated individual that have that has gone through what I'm going through or have even witnessed it, witnessed it, my questions are, is it because my skin is dark? Am I mistreated because I'm American? But I don't think it could be the American part. Because you you honestly have to see my identification first. But 
I don't know, maybe the English gives it away, but I don't even, I don't greet in English. I greet in Italian, right? Or are Italians just plain racist? Is Europe as a whole just, you know, is is more, are there more racist people here than you would think of in America, Right? And these are questions that I'm that I'm thinking about. These are questions that if you have been through this or you've witnessed it, these are questions that you should be thinking about. You should think before you act in these certain situations because I have a lot of people who say, you know, TK, if I was in your shoes, I would have cursed them out. TK, if I was in your shoes, I would have did this. I would have did that. Until you are in a position of this, and God forbid that you ever are, you you just will not understand like the your best bet is to not act aggressive your best bet is to just be quiet honestly just be quiet and and do what they say because you're in a whole nother country nobody is here to you know protect me nobody is here to you know take my side and be with no it's just me you know but i will say um for the people who have witnessed it. These are some things that I personally um, think that you can do if you do see some type of discrimination or something. Uh, so one, um, make sure you're there for your friend or that person that you see, even if you do not know that person. Make sure you're there for them physically, uh, emotionally, anything, because honestly, it sucks feeling like the mistake in an entire world especially if your intentions are always pure and you know you didn't you didn't ask to be that race you didn't ask to be that color you know and 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 this is not 1914 this is not 1976 or you know whatever why why is it why are you being racist to a person that's minding their business why are you being racist in general you know um two don't ever say you understand, especially, especially if you are, you know, the same ethnicity as the as the people, as the generation, as the population um, that is discriminating against that person. And that's not your fault that you don't understand. That's not your fault that you may never understand. But do not ever tell, especially a black person, that you understand what they're going through. Three, if you are not afraid. Speak up for that person. This is like my roommates do. They they speak, well, one of them. She speaks up for me most of the time. Um, and I appreciate her and I love her for that. Um, but there may be a 9 out of 10 chance that you'll be heard over that person that's being discriminated against. Number four, uh, don't brush it off. Stay aware. They hate us. They're scared of us. And when I say us, I mean blacks. Africans and Americans. That is exactly what I mean. Do not brush it off and walk away and say, you know, I understand, whatever. You know, I'm just going to forget that that happened and keep going. No, you you forgive them, but you never, ever, ever forget. And you go ahead and you take that one experience and you apply it to everything else so that you can avoid it happening again. And number five. If you find yourself feeling bad for me or anyone that has been discriminated against, don't. Anybody that has been discriminated against 
or you find yourself feeling bad for me, do not. Because we do not want sympathy. We want change. I don't want sympathy. I don't want sorrow. I want change. Especially because I know what my calling is now. To the people who have experienced any type of discrimination, any type of racism, whether that be in America or Europe, this is what I have to say to you. And if you don't remember anything else that I talk about in this first portion of this podcast, I want you to remember this. You are beautiful. You are strong. You are powerful. You are strength. You are God-fearing and you are loved. But most of all, you are you. And no matter what anyone says to you or how anyone treats you, they can never, they can never take away who you are. You will forever be you. And it's your choice to use your voice. You don't have to, but it's your choice. Protect yourself, sisters and brothers. Protect yourself. Okay? So we're going to go ahead and take a commercial break. Um, And after this commercial break, I'm going to tell you guys about my extremely fun time in Switzerland. Um, And then, you know, hopefully y'all feeling that with me. But, you know, I know this was a little um, tough topic and it wasn't as, you know, jolly and happy as I wanted it to be. But I I did need to make y'all aware of what I am, you know, experiencing while I'm out here. So we're just going to go ahead and take a little commercial break and we'll be back in a second. Okay, and we are back after our commercial break to talk about Switzerland. So, luckily, I have my roommate here, um, Liz. Um, She actually helped me with my whole Switzerland process, and we did um, experience that together. So, we're just going to be telling you guys about what we did, how we felt, um, and then just, you know, giving y'all some insight on our uh, weekend. So, We're going to go ahead and say hey to Liz. Hi, Liz. Hey, guys. So (laughs) glad to be on here for the first time. Okay, so... Okay, so me and Liz, when we first got to uh, Switzerland, we met some really, really, really nice people. Um, And we went and ate at a... um, uh, A bistro. We went and ate at a bistro. I ordered, like, this burger, and I'm not even going to cap to y'all. The meat was kind of... The meat was it was it was processed. Yeah. I could tell. Gen- I a could. Pre made burger. It was a pre made <laughs> burger, but they went ahead and they uh they made their own sauce and the sauce just made it made the burger because the burger was not it. But if I could ate the sauce with my fries, I definitely um would have done that. So we're gonna talk about um this tour that me and Liz um and our other roommate went on and I'm gonna go ahead and let Liz talk about some of that because Liz is the factual person I'm the picture person she remembers all the history and the facts about uh things but hey if y'all need some pictures or some videos of the mountains and where to go I'm your person so we're gonna go ahead and pass it over to Liz 
So in Switzerland, we took a full day tour to uh, the tallest mountain in the region, which is called Mount Titlis. Titlis, y'all. Titlis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was an epic tour. Luckily, um, our third roommate who came on the trip with us found the tour and we spent the whole day just having the most amazing views. nine hours. Yeah. Nine hours on the tour. It wasn't enough for me, but TK. It was enough for me. <laughs> it was enough for me, y'all. Let me tell y'all. Liz had me freezing, and I knew for a fact that me not being able to feel my fingers was bad. I I, I just knew it. That's not that's just not something that I'm used to. But Liz is from South Dakota. <laughs> I was about to say, it feels like home to me. Okay. I'm like, the she, cold weather? What's new? She was she was enjoying it. So we went on... Um, A this. gondola, first of all. That's what it's called? Mm-hmm, the first one, up the mountain. Mm-hmm. And then we went on a spinning gondola, which a is like the only one in like the world that mm-hmm. does 360 degree views mm-hmm. of the mountain range. Mm-hmm. And how tall was the mountain? Like what? Uh, ten ten thousand feet. I ten, believe. So we was ten thousand feet in the air. Air was thin. <laughs> ten, y'all. I don't know if a lot of y'all know, but I have asthma. And when I say I was so out of breath on every single activity we went to, and 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 I wasn't even doing exercise. I wasn't walking up a hill or nothing. I was just out of breath because how thin the air was. We were in the clouds, like the actual clouds. Above the clouds. Above the clouds. My bad. (laughs) We was in heaven, okay, with our God. Okay, we went over and and, and took over heaven. So can you tell us, Liz, about our experience when we were on the, what's what's that thing called when we were sitting there? The ice flyer. The ice flyer, yeah. Talk to us about the ice flyer. So first off, it took a lot of coaxing to get TK to even go on this thing. It was just like a normal ski lift, but at the very top of the mountain. So freezing cold. (laughs) (laughs) Let me tell you, when it took TK about five minutes for me to convince her to even try it, it's not a lie. It's not a lie. Yeah, because I am, because I am scared of heights. It's not even funny how scared I am of heights, bro. That's, that's a phobia. <laughs> that was some of the best views from the entire tour, though. We were sitting there, feet dangling over a drop. I don't know how. Fingers to... frozen. Fingers <laughs> frozen. I was scared to pull out my phone. I was like, who, what skier is going to find my phone if I drop it? But it was incredible. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. We were so high off the ground. If she would have dropped her phone, no skier would have found her phone. <laughs> her phone would have just been been barricaded in snow. Like, there was no way. So after we did, um, not even after uh, we did the mountain thing, because we were still on the tour, uh, we actually went to this these shops where they had, like, Swiss chocolate. Um, and if you are not aware, Switzerland is, are they known for chocolate or are they number one place in the world to get chocolate is switzerland at least that's what people say because do you you know why that is i don't really know why that is if i'm gonna be honest did did switzerland like create chocolate or like no i oh oh yeah it's um they were telling us on our tours about like the cows there or something Uh have really good milk same thing with swiss cheese swiss chocolate and this girl loves this girl Okay, okay, so 
we went, you know, and, and tried some uh, Swiss chocolate. And I, honestly, I would say that it depends on what type of chocolate because they have so many different chocolate textures, chocolate flavors, all types of chocolate that it just depends on your taste buds. So there are certain chocolates that I ate um, that I 100% loved. Um, and then there were some chocolates that I ate that I felt like had a little aftertaste. It, I didn't feel like it was sweet enough for me. But Liz here. <laughs> I was going to say, I, uh, I don't think I ate a bad piece of chocolate in that country. <laughs> what type of um, chocolate can you like tell them? Like what type of chocolate? Because I know we did eat a um, variety amount of chocolate to the point where <laughs> it was just too much. So can yeah, you tell them yeah. like some of the chocolates that we did eat? Uh, we ate some chocolate with some type of nut. Can't tell you right off the top of my head, but I know we ate one with hazelnut. Mm-hmm. We ate one... Um, almonds? Yeah, almonds, the uh-huh. custard. Um, we ate some that had a little... Uh, Say it. Alcohol. Alcohol, <laughs> No, we had yeah. to get a little drop. We had one with champagne, someone with a cherry kind of liqueur, and uh, a Bailey's one. We I don't did. know if you tried the Bailey's. No, no, it's, I think it's still in there. Oh, is yeah. it still in yeah, there? Yeah, it's, it's probably still in there. Yeah. yeah, so they had, you know, uh, they had a tremendous amount of chocolate, like... It was like a chocolate overload, and and Liz walked in there, and she she, she just I want this one, I want this one, <laughs> I want this one. But overall, I will say that um, our trip in Switzerland um, definitely uh, was needed. People are like super super sweet um, in Switzerland. I actually was adopted by this family. You know, they they sat with me at the table. Um, they gave me a hug before I left. They asked me all these different types of questions. They were super sweet. So I would recommend, you know, if you are looking for some place to go, I would say Switzerland is a place. But fair warning, Switzerland is what the number one top expensive place in uh, the entire world. In the entire world. And, and it's not a lie. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was expensive. It was like two dollars two euros and fifty cents for a a water bottle was it like three fifty my the pop I bought was three three fifty euro I think yeah. so yeah like and dinners nothing below nothing 20, 20 nothing below twenty euros a plate for you to go to dinner. And this is not like, we're not saying, you know, this is McDonald's. No, no. This is every single restaurant. We went on TikTok to look for um, restaurants. <laughs> we went Google, Yelp, TripAdvisor, literally looking at the menus for all these places. Second, it is not like really, um, it's not common for the restaurant's menus to be in English. Like most of the restaurant menus that we seen were in German. German. They were, they were in German. German. So, yeah. so I, I, honestly, I don't. I don't even know what tips to give you. All I'm saying is, whatever whatever amount of money you think you want to bring to Switzerland, bring times two. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Bring times two because unless you 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 know. You go ahead and you find your coupons. I don't even think you can use coupons when you go to Swiss. Can you use I don't even know if there's coupons in Europe. I I don't even think I have. Look, because if I would have seen some coupons, I would have been had used them, you know. Um, But you haven't told them about the best part of the tour yet, though, TK. Oh. uh, uh, So we had this tour guide. 
And his name was um Raymond. 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 And y'all, he was Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> and when I say I was so excited just to just to meet a Mexican person in Europe. I mean, I've I've met some, you know, some Hispanic people here. Not yeah, some Hispanic people, some people that speak Spanish, but this man was a Mexican. Like you could hear it in his voice before you had even seen him. He was so exciting. Was he was he not? What yeah. what was your favorite thing about Raymond? This he made the trip. He got pictures of us everywhere and made sure we got good pictures too. <laughs> okay. This man would pose you. He would tell you when to jump. He would tell you how to jump. Okay. He would do he, he telling you his favorite thing. Blow a kiss. Blow a kiss <laughs> now. Blow a kiss. Blow a kiss. Yeah, but um I really, I really am excited to to show you all like the, you know, the images that we got, um, the mountains of the clouds of all the activities that we did. Um, if you have any recommendations on a place that I should go see, a place that we should visit, um, if you have any questions about Europe in general, um, any places that you want me to go see and then let you know how it how it goes when I get there, you know, you can just comment. Um, you can. DM me on Instagram, follow me on TikTok, um, and go ahead and let me know. But that is the end for uh, episode four. And I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Liz, for coming and talking to us about Switzerland. Yeah, anytime, anytime. (laughs) (laughs) And that is it for now, folks. Ciao for now.